Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, and I am always happy to report to you that I will be here with you from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Friday, on your drive home. Hopefully, we can keep it energized and, you know, feeling real good for you. You're always welcome to call me. I am, I'm a very nice person. You can call, you can give your input on whatever, whatever we're talking about for the day. Feel free to uh, call us at 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us, one of my favorite things, stream us live right now on YouTube at our uh, YouTube page, KBLA 1580. Make sure that while you're over there on the internet, you follow all of our socials at KBLA 1580. Follow me at Robin Ayers as well. I will not bite. You can also feel free to use our open mic feature that's on the app. It's, it's so much fun, you know, listening to those messages and opinions that you guys leave. So uh, if you don't want to call and you want to just leave us a little note, feel free to use that open mic feature. We have such a great show for you today. I am not even going to hold you. Let's get straight into it. We're going to break down a few topics, things that are going on right now that we think you should know about here on The Rob Report with Robin Ayers. Uh, today, number one, we're talking Mike Epps. Mike Epps, you know the comedian, the actor, the funny guy. Uh, he was you know, under investigation right about now for uh, a loaded gun that, that was seized at the airport. Oh, Mike. I mean, on one hand, yes, I do understand it. But on, another's, on, and on another hand, I'm thinking, what do these guys do? What, what, what are these entertainers to do uh, to protect themselves? I'm not sure. We'll definitely talk about that on the other side. We're also going to talk about Tamron Hall. If you don't know what's going on with Tamron Hall, she's been under fire for some recent interviews that she's had. Uh, Larsa Pippen, Angela Yee. There's some things going on there, but people are asking if Tamron Hall is a little bit messy, if she's a little bit, if she's a little bit too much pressure, or uh, people. There are other people who are siding with her as well, saying, you know, this is true journalism. But we'll get some. Uh, we'll play some audio for you as well with uh, some people who. They don't think so. They don't. <laughs> they're not necessarily in agreement with what Tamron Hall is doing. She's a beautiful black woman who's got her own uh, daytime talk show. And uh, she's under fire right now. But we'll discuss that as well. Number three, we are talking Deborah Lee. You know, former CEO of BET, Deborah Lee. She just released her memoir. Good for her. I love I love when black women. She's been doing it big for a very long time. Let's be clear. Uh, but in a recent interview, she is discussing her extramarital affair that she had with the founder, co-founder of BET. Uh, and BET is Black Entertainment T Television, Robert Bob Johnson. Did you know that? Well, it's not new news. Uh, <laughs> it's not new news, but she is definitely talking about it. I can't wait to break these topics down with one of the best contributors out there. She is uh, fantastic. We're going to talk more about this. Break it all down on the other side. You're inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Raw the Report. Raw Report. With Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 
And you know there is always a lot to talk about. I'm excited about this one because I have somebody fantastic joining me. Uh, she is uh, an entertainment reporter, a correspondent, a writer. I mean, she is just changing the game out here. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to have her here with me. You can see her uh, writing for EUR Web and all kinds of other platforms. Please welcome to The Raw Report, Jill Monroe. Thank you, Robin. So excited to be here. Congratulations again on The Thank Raw you. Report. We are oh, excited for this. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Jill. And I appreciate you being here in studio with me. Uh, you know, you, you know, because you you are an expert here. You you be keeping your ear to the ground and seeing what's going on out there. We try, we try. We try. <laughs> you know, we try to keep up. So let's jump right into this, Jill. I know you saw Mike Epps. He had the he had the guns. Uh, it was seized at the airport uh, in his luggage uh, while he was going through TSA. Uh, initial thoughts. I mean, so this isn't the first time that we've seen Mike Epps. In situations that involve law enforcement or things like that. I mean, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. In theory, if he has whatever license for it and things like that, mm -hmm. generally it's not a problem that he has a weapon. You can debate that someplace else. Yeah. Bringing it to the airport, it's just we hear this excuse time and time again. And at some point, we know why you have it, but you have to think and move smarter. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm sort of in between on this one. And this is the reason why. Uh, on one hand, I'm like, don't be silly, <laughs> you know, especially if you're not licensed or anything like that. But on the flip side, I do wonder what what are these celebrities who are rising in fame, rising in we're, we're assuming monetary assets, you know, financially they're doing well. What are they supposed to do when they are by themselves or out with family? How do they protect themselves? Um, it's similar to, you know, when uh, when po police will pull you over for tinted windows. Do celebrities get, uh, you know, a little pass because of tinted windows? And it's like, yeah, I don't want everybody messing with me while I'm on the road. Is I mean, I know that's probably a stretch, but do you see the comparison I'm making here? I mean, I understand. Obviously, he could be a target for a variety of reasons and a variety of things, but there are also things in place for that. Like, I, I don't know if he's licensed or not, so right. don't want to debate that. But if he is and he did that, mm -hmm. that's one thing. If he feels that he needs that protection, then I feel like you should take the proper measures because you need that protection and that's how you're going to roll. You know, whether I think it's necessary or not is of no matter. It's just, hey, if you're going to do this, there's a better way to do it so that you don't get caught up. That's true. I mean, I mean, everyone would say, why not uh, utilize security or, you know, something like that? Why not, you know, pay, pay for security? Well, here's the thing. It sounds good, but number one, do you want like that's Beyonce? When I think about Beyonce, she can she cannot go anywhere in public without private security. Right. Uh, your lifestyle would change. You can't do everything that you would want to do with security there with you. That's number one. Number two, having that type of security is pretty expensive. Can everybody really afford that? No. Exactly. <laughs> no. And you can get your homie to do the hookup, but then you end up in situations where you're like, why didn't he hire real security? Right. Of, I mean, yeah. it's a catch-22. It's a hard situation to be in, especially as 
high profile as our celebrities are now, but that's why I say get the proper licensing. Yes. Uh, and on a side note, one thing before we move on from this, on a side note, if this has anything, and I don't know, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to blame Mike Epps or say that this is his mentality, but there are some people out there who get to a level of fame where they think they are invincible and that they can do whatever they want to do because, you know, if you stop me, hey, you know what I'm saying? You want an autograph and let me, let me roll on. I'm not saying that that's the case with him but some people do move like that and if that's the case i'm like be smarter and don't don't try to take advantage of the system exactly right good i'm glad i'm glad <laughs> you agree with me Jill. i agree i agree <laughs> all right um tamron hall Oh, it's either right now, especially, you know, lover or or hater. I don't want to say hater. You know, that's a strong word, but she's under fire. I'll right. say she's under fire. I don't know if you've watched her recent interviews. Uh, I have. You have. Yeah, yep. she was. Oh, people were going off because she interviewed Larsa Pippen, who is the ex-wife of Scottie Pippen, who is now dating the son of Michael Jordan, Marcus Jordan. Mm -hmm. And Tamron, <laughs> Tamron, she grilled her. She grilled. Uh, Larsa and some people felt like it was very uncomfortable and unprofessional for her to do other people felt like you know what that's real journalism way to way to get the answers right and not and not back up well now there's another interview that led to a whole other controversy online with Angela Yee as I, I'm sure you've seen and without getting too much into that uh, the story is more about Tamron Hall and what people are thinking about her and uh on the breakfast club which angela yee used to be a part of charlemagne and dj envy they're talking about it but portia who we know is also a, a media uh t television personality as, as well as a host for dish nation she was on there discussing her own views her own uh thoughts on tamron hall and let's just listen to what they had to say because i thought this was pretty interesting and this could lead into our conversation Well, hold on now. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. Let's let's try that one more time. Hold on a second. So this is Portia getting into uh, her conversation with Charlemagne and DJ Envy. And I don't know if I can, I don't know if this is working for me, Andy. Uh, meanwhile, technical difficulties. But meanwhile, uh, she goes on to say she, I don't know if you saw the, the interview with Portia. Mm -hmm. Well... Portia, uh, she's saying when she went on to Tamron Hall show, she was also grilled. She also felt like it was very uneasy and that uh, Tamron pressed her, right? I don't know. That's her experience. I can't say one way or the other. But Charlemagne jumps in to say uh, he feels like ever since Wendy Williams left television that it's now up to Tamron to sort of fill that position. What, what are your thoughts on this whole entire thing with her? So I watched the Larsa interview. I watched the clip that Portia talked about. Um, DJ Envy um, mentioned his experience when he was promoting his book with his wife, Gia. And I think that in this era of podcast and friends and, you know, TV show personalities, actors, singers taking on dual roles in the media, people are now comfortable with being asked questions or being or delving further. Mm. Tamron Hall has been 25 plus years in the news industry. Yeah. So she's very well respected. She yeah. has a solid journalism background. Now yes. you could quiver or quibble about whether the topics she's discussing 
are worthy of the introspection that she's given. So I say this. I think that we all there are things that we want to know. And as a journalist, you're going to ask, do mm -hmm. I think with Larsa, she kind of circled the drain with a point a couple of times where she could have maybe let it go when it was apparent that Larsa wasn't going to give her anymore? Mm -hmm. Maybe. That's a style choice. But just I think that people are too accustomed to, at this point, friendly per se, conversations or not being asked the difficult questions or the uncomfortable ones that fans are actually discussing because they don't want to lose access or because they have a different sort of relationship. Mm. So while I do think maybe in the Larsa case, Tamron could have, in my opinion, maybe stopped pushing the needle once it was apparent that there was no more blood there. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. I don't think that she was out of line and asking some of the questions that she asked because they're questions that people want to know and are asking online every day in regards to this. That's fair. Yeah, that's a that's a fair uh that's a fair um um opinion that you have. Let me ask you when it comes to your your style of interviewing. I'm curious. I mean, I've seen you do your thing, but what what is that line that you cross or don't cross as a journalist? You know, there there is something important to say about listen, we have listeners or or viewers who want to know this information. Uh so it's it's you know, we we can we should press them, but what's uncomfortable? Where where's that line? I'm not into making people uncomfortable. Okay. I like to know the why's. I want to know your experience and how you got to this point or why we're asking the questions that we're asking, mm. depending upon the context. So I also think it's important. Whose platform are we on? Mm -hmm. If you're coming to my platform, per se, I might feel that I have a little bit more leeway than per se. Maybe if, you know, you're going to theirs. It just I think it kind of depends. There are things that you want to know, but I think tact is also important. Tact I think you can a, ask yeah. whatever you want to know, but the way that you ask it is what is very important. Mm -hmm. So, and people know that. People know to ask to irritate, whether it's genuine curiosity. And then there's a thing, too, like I said, we're at a weird point with media where everyone can be considered media to some degree in some oh, ways. Oh, my goodness. Everybody can be out there. So, you know, people show favor to those that are kinder to them in some ways. And yes. I don't know if that's fair or not, but that's not the way that journalism historically maybe was or considered to be. That's a good point. Um, when it comes to television shows, though, we do know that a certain amount of salacious uh, journalism, it, it, it does get ratings. It does pull in a, an audience and viewers and shares and it's clickbait. Um, so is that fair to say that it's possible Tamron's producers and whoever is behind her show is sort of pushing her to do a little bit more to to because let's take a, a real look at this. We have Sherry who's out. Mm -hmm. We still have Jennifer Hudson who's out mm -hmm. and Tamron also just got renewed for another season. This is great. And I'm not trying to pit these women against each other. I actually hate when people do that. So I'm not trying to go that route. But when you are sort of vying for attention or audience because you you need a you have to continue on with your show and the hopes are that you get another uh, another season. Right. Is it fair to say it's possible her producers could be pushing her like Charlemagne uh, suggests? Absolutely, because he's right in saying that there is a void in daytime TV because of Wendy's absence. Mm. I mean, very obviously, Wendy did a special thing. 
and she was known for a certain brand of journalism. There are things that Wendy Williams could get away with that other journalists could not or have not been able to or not been able to duplicate as well. So um, I do think that I do think that, as you mentioned, it's a crowded space, not that everybody can't breathe, but you know, everybody wants to be on top. And so in order to do that, you need to make an impact in the culture. And how does that happen? With viral clips. So Mm -hmm. I think that multiple things can be true. I think her producers can be pushing her. I think that her hard line is, well, I have a news back. It's news and we want to get to the story that people want to know about. And it also could be that, you know, sometimes people are a little bit sensitive about their junk. Well said, well said. Uh, Well, you know, we got to talk about this. I need to know your thoughts and uh, what you know about Deborah Lee, who is the former CEO of BET. I love Deborah Lee. Let's just start there. Uh, I can't wait to read her memoir. Uh, But she definitely dropped some interesting news in in a recent interview. Uh, But this is not new, right? Tell me, tell me, tell us, Jill. So, um... (laughs) As a former BET employee um, many moons ago. Okay. Um, it, it's not new information, not just from the perspective of Bob's Johnson's ex-wife, Sheila Johnson, who many consider the first black female billionaire. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Check the stats. I'm unclear, <laughs> but yes. that is part of the billing. She's very, very wealthy. Um, she... Uh, is a minority owner or chairman of the Washington Mystics, the Washington Wizards, and one other team there. So, you know, she owns sports franchises, she owns hotels, Mm -hmm. and she wrote her memoir in 2004, I believe it was. And she talked about the affair that Bob Johnson, her ex-husband, and Deborah Lee had. Because it's true that the both of them were married at the time of their affair. They both were married um, while this was happening. They both were working at BET allegedly, well, I don't know what Deborah says. She probably can clear up the alleged part. Um, <laughs> yeah. Went on for several years behind their spouse's back because the two had a tight working relationship and Sheila worked there as well. But the thing that I found interesting was in Sheila's book, she revealed that in the late 90s, a group of executives at BET before it was sold to Viacom were fired, Sheila being amongst them. Um, And she felt that, you know, obviously she had built the company with Bob and she said it was very, very nasty. And that what really hurt her was that she thought that she and Deborah were friends Mm -hmm. and she couldn't believe that she did that to her. And she found the whole thing very tragic. So Mm -hmm. I know some were saying, why would Deborah Lee share that? And it it taints her legacy. One, if you're being honest about the things that you went through in life, you have to share the good and the bad. Mm. I mean, we are the sum of our choices, good, bad or indifferent. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that on her climb, she shows, you know, hey, I made some mistakes, but I Mm -hmm. recovered or however you want to look at that. But two, it was out there. So if she had omitted it, someone would have called her on it, especially in the age that we are now. It would have been a TikTok or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but somebody would have found a way to, yeah. <laughs> to put that information out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point uh, that if she did omit that information, people will probably look at her with a side eye. Uh, on the flip side of that, let's look at it. And do you feel that this is coming from a place now for Deborah of clearing this space so that there are no more rumors, there's no more speculation? Or um, possibly helping other women who work in a space, 
who work in a tight-knit group, uh, an organization, corporation, where they may sort of encounter something like this. Do you think this is a move to help them as well? I mean, I think that all of that is the case. I think when you are laying out your life and the decisions and choices you made that help you get to where you are, especially as one of the few black female CEOs of a major corporation like she was for those many years, your story is important. And the the route that you took to get there is also going to be important to women coming up behind you, men too, I mean, whomever. So I think that it is important that you lay those facts bare and you be honest about the journey that it took you to get there and maybe Mm -hmm. some things that you might have done a different way or maybe regret happened, but they did. Sure. Uh, We know Bob Johnson, billionaire. Uh, We know that he is obviously uh still rich and i'm I'm not sure (laughs) yeah he's probably gonna be rich for a long time um does this stain him i know there's a lot of focus on the woman uh and because deborah lee was looked at as such and still is was looked at is such in such high regards that i'm sure this puts a little bit of taint on her reputation but does it stain him at all um Yes and no. Mm -hmm. I think that there will be some people that will look at him and not have respect for him or say, I knew it or or something to that degree. But I think, one, these situations never impact men the way that they impact women. Mm. Two, it's far enough removed from both of them and their active pursuits and things of that nature that it what can it really do? I mean, as we say, Bob Johnson is very, very rich. He's <laughs> yeah. done very many things, no matter what you feel about the ventures. When, you know, the Charlotte Bobcats, uh, he didn't, was it all black that he started or one of the, okay, stream, yes, you yeah. know, one of the streaming companies. Yeah. Uh, check me on that fact. That <laughs> one. Um, but he was involved with one of the launch of the streaming companies and he has other ventures that he's involved in. So I think from that perspective, And we also see time and time again that there are other men in these industries that are involved in similars. So, you know, I don't know. I just Mm. think that it impacts women differently. It always has. And he will continue to do his business and Miss Lee will as well. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, I, I hear your point. Uh, I, it's a point well taken. And unfortunately, you're right. I think that women are always sort of looked at uh, a little worse than than what the men are. Um, we'll see what happens with him. I don't know if this calls for him to uh, say something in response or if it's just what it is. Like you said, it's so far removed. I'm not sure that there's really uh, a reason to. But Deborah Lee, we love her, and her memoir is is out, and I'm so excited to read it. And uh, Jill, I want to thank you as always. You're so wonderful. I appreciate you uh, coming on to the Raw Report very quickly. Where can people find you online? You can find me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. Check out my interviews on YouTube, Stiletto Jill. Follow me Instagram, Twitter, all of that at Stiletto Jill. Congratulations again on the Raw Report. We Woo! love it. I appreciate you so much. And uh, if you want to know who's got next, we have an amazing one of I call one of the best voices I've ever heard we've got an amazing guy coming up named Saeed that's on the other side you are listening to the raw report on KBLA talk 1580 stay right there more of of the raw report Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward
have to let that one ride out. Ooh. That's that pressure, Ari Lennox. What a song, what a song, what a song, what a voice. Woo. But I tell you, who has got a voice? <laughs> if you are just tuning in to the Raw Report with me, Robin Ayers, uh, we broke down some great topics for you today. Uh, we talked about Mike Epps. If you hadn't heard, he was caught with a gun going through the airport. Well, it was in his luggage. Uh, we talked about Tamron Hall, who's coming under fire for um, being, you know, a certain type of journalist. But, you know, she's got some people riding with her as well. We also talked about Deborah Lee, who's just coming out with a memoir about her life, which includes uh, a, an extramarital affair with the uh, founder of BET, Bob Johnson. But now... Let's get into one of my favorite, favorite things, which is who's got next. And I'm so excited because I've got this amazing person actually calling in today. I've not missed yet. I've not missed yet. And I'm telling you, I won't miss now. This is Grammy Award winning singer songwriter um, gained notoriety. You may have seen him on season one of The Four on Fox who made Megan Trainer the trainer cry and DJ Khaled and, and Diddy and all of them gave him so many props. And now we've got him on the phone right here. Please welcome Saeed to the Raw Report. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. No, thank you. I appreciate you. I, I have said and I will say again, you are truly and this is not me just putting tens and twos on it, Saeed. I truly, I truly feel like you are one of the greatest voices that I have heard thus far. And, and I'm so excited Thank about you. what you've already done, but what you are also getting ready to do in the industry. Uh, tell us a little Thank bit you so about yourself, Saeed. Well, I'm a singer-songwriter from Brooklyn, New York. I live in L.A. now. Um, I've written for a lot of gospel artists and a, a lot of R&B artists, like the Clark Sisters, Dorinda Clark Cole, um, Trinity 5-7, and uh, Layla Hathaway. Woo. Just to name a few. So. Well, you didn't you didn't need to name more than a few because those were <laughs> those were some heavy hitters right there. <laughs> those are heavy hitters. Uh, you it never fails. You know, I follow you and. Um, I always see these these music snippets or clips or videos that you drop, and it never fails. Every time you you put something out there, I just get chills because your voice and and your voice, but also the choices that you make while you sing are just really incredible. Tell everybody Thank because you. yeah, I know that you've got an album coming out as well. Can you talk to us about your album and what people can expect? What what kind of style? Because you said that you've written for a gospel artist, but are we looking forward to gospel or what are we doing here? No, not even close. <laughs> now I knew that. I knew that, Saeed. I wanted you to <laughs> I wanted you to talk about it. <laughs> you know, this, this this new album is more on the grown and sexy mm. side. Because, you know, I just gotta let people know big boys are sexy too, you know. <laughs> Come on, big boys. And you know, Tank ain't the only one who can do it. We all can do it, you know what I'm saying? So, yes. Oh Just yeah! That out there. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so, when, <laughs> when is your uh? Ha, so you're complete. Your album is complete, and now we are just looking for it to to drop. Yeah, because um, I, that's why I sound horrible because I'm hoarse. <laughs> oh, you don't sound horrible. 
You're giving you're giving us raspy. It's it's giving raspy, which I love, by the way. I love a raspy singer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you have a a date yet for your release, or uh, are you just gonna keep us yes. keep us waiting? On mm-hmm. my birthday, on my birthday, April second, it's coming out. Oh, it's it's coming up pretty soon. Happy early birthday! Yeah. So that's gonna be a Thank gift you. to yourself and to us. Yes. Okay. I hope y'all love it. I I think y'all gonna love it. Okay. And are you doing any um, features or are we just going to be blessed to hear your, uh, your voice, all your voice on this album? There's a couple of features, but I'm keeping it on the hush. I love a good secret now. (laughs) I love a good secret. We've got some, uh, we got a a great community over there in YouTube and Fahima Sek, uh, who's also on the East coast. uh, She's, she, uh, shouted you out. (laughs) She said, shout out to Brooklyn, New York. So I know you've got, um, you're from, you're from that. Yeah. You're from New York. So I'm sure you have a lot of fan base out there as well. I do. I love them. And they've been looking for something. So I'm trying to hurry up and give them what they need. Mm, Okay. How is LA for you? I love LA. I mean, it's where I work. Okay. (laughs) The business of it all is great. And the weather, you know, this year was a little crazy with the snow and the rain and all that. Yeah. But it's usually nice and sunny. Yeah. All right. Well, I like that. yeah, I like that very much. Um, can you tell us? I mean, I know uh, you were on the four on Fox, and it was great. I'm sure the oper- the the opportunity to do that was fantastic. Um, what are you? Is there anybody maybe in the industry that you're looking forward to hearing or to working with? There's a few people I want to work with. Brandy being number one. Ooh, high on the list. Love her. Okay. Love her. Jasmine Sullivan. And Layla, if we can finally get into the studio, that'd be great. Oh, yes, yes. Who was your, I, I would assume then if you said Brandy, that uh, she was one of your inspirations, maybe musically? Definitely. Her, Whitney Houston, Donnie Hathaway, okay, and Aretha now. Franklin. Okay, now Steve slow down Wendell. now. You're about to get me hyped in the studio, Saeed. <laughs> You're about to get me hyped now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, those are fantastic. Obviously, those uh, those inspirations are wonderful. Some amazing voices. Uh, but I'm so glad that you called in because I think that there's no better uh, person to uh, play or introduce their own song than the person who sang it. So will you do us the great honor in introducing the music that uh, we are about to listen to right now? Okay, this next song that you're about to hear is by me, Saeed, and it's called Foreverland.
can't figure out Everybody wants a fairy tale And a happy ending I just want an endless love That stays the same As it was in the beginning Saeed! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Woo! That's so fire right there. That is fire. Mimi says, wow, there are some great singers in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, raining from New York. <laughs> Fahima <laughs> says, Saeed is fire. You definitely have some fans over here. Where can we reach you uh, on social media? Where can we reach out to you? Everywhere, S-R-S-O-U-L. S-R-S-O-U-L. For some reason, um, Instagram won't let me change my name with Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. SR Soul. SR Soul. Uh, that is fantastic. Yeah. And you definitely, you definitely got next, brother, because you are amazing. I've told you this before, and I'm glad that we I are uh, getting ready to enjoy your album uh, dropping April 2nd. Again, I'm going to be back on your bumper when it's your birthday time, and I just want to <laughs> shout you out and give you a, an, uh, an early happy birthday to you. Thank you so much Thank for coming on so to the Rob Report. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. You can reach him at SR Soul on social media. Again, his name is Saeed, S-A-E-E-D. That is Who's Got Next. And when we come forward, I'm going to share with you what you don't want to miss. This is coming up this month. You don't want to miss it. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Can't you just see the smile on her face over the radio right now? Let's get back to more of The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. I also want to thank you guys over in the YouTube chat. Uh, I appreciate it. You're absolutely right. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out. You know who we just brought out? We just brought out Saeed, and he was uh, fire. <laughs> Saeed was fire. Everybody wants to know where he is and where do we find him and uh, and, and more about Saeed. Again, he was uh, on this first season of The Fox uh, on, or excuse me, The Four on Fox. That was with Megan Trainer and um, Diddy and DJ Khaled and all these wonderful people. You know, they have those different kinds of shows like that where contestants can come on and show out. You know, Saeed came on and he showed out. When I tell you uh, the world, for the most part, was introduced to him from a song that he sang. Uh, he had the nerve to sing Whitney Houston's Run To You, one of my favorite all-time Whitney Houston songs. You can go ahead and look that up on YouTube. And you can you can find him there, Saeed, uh, the four on Fox. Uh, he sang Run to You, and it blew, and it made Megan the Trainer cry. That's all I got to say. It made, and you'll probably cry, too, if you go onto YouTube and find that clip. Uh, I heard you loud and clear. Andy, can we play a tiny little bit? Let's play that back just a little bit. I heard you loud and clear. They want to hear Saeed and listen to his mellow, smooth voice. Let's drop some more for you, Saeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
put the fan on again that is Saeed you can find him on social media at SR Soul SR Soul um, he's definitely got next and you can hear that for yourself as to why I believe that brother's got next his album drops April 2nd you can go ahead and pick that up we'll see who he's got featured he was teasing us a little bit I can't wait to hear for myself and I'm sure you can't either again we will uh, get to what you cannot miss on the other side keep it locked right there on KBLA Talk 1580 more of The Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward Family Wrestling Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. March 17th. You gotta keep that date locked in. March 17th. This is what you cannot miss. If you are up on the TV series Power, that's on Stars. Power Book Two: Ghost. If you watch that show will have you uh it, it is coming back it is coming back with a force i'm guaranteeing that because i talked to uh, courtney kemp who is the creator of power let me know in the you can you can send me messages you can dm me you can put it right here in the youtube chat let me know if you are a power fan uh, the whole power universe because as you know if you are a fan of power they have so many different spin-offs it was hard to kind of keep up Tommy, uh, who is actually in real life, Joseph Shakura, he is uh, he has um, force the show force. And he's also on Power Book 2. Power Book 2 is a fantastic show. Um, it started with power on stars where it was surrounding a family who was kind of in. Well, not even kind of. They were in, definitely in the drug game, but trying to get out, trying to get out, trying to get into the new uh, a new a better way of living, uh, a more, you know, appropriate way to, to conduct their life. And um, they had to, there was a, a mom and a dad and they had two children, excuse me, they had three children. And um, this Power Book 2 is a spinoff with one of the children's, uh, his life now. He's gone to college and his name is Tariq St. Patrick. So I would, I'm very curious to see if you have all, um, watched power if you are into power but if you are you're first of all I want to say this you are talking to somebody who has followed power since the very beginning season one episode one and I've been here the entire way I actually used to do a, a podcast for power so I am 
one of the super fans. You know, I'm one of those kind of girls. So I know all the all all the information if you ever want to know. Uh, but you need to check that out. It is coming uh, March 17th. It is a great show. Everybody's always wanting to know what do I watch on TV? What is coming out? You know, refer something or you know, send me any sort of suggestions or recommendations that you have. And here I am telling you <laughs> that Power Book Two Ghost is coming out March 17th. Uh, it has everybody in there. It has Mary J. Blige and Method Man, and it's got uh, Michael Rainey Jr. And again, it's created by Courtney Kemp, who I think is a genius when it comes to television and drama drama series uh but you don't want to miss that i'm telling you now march 17th you don't want to miss it this has been a fantastic show i'm so glad that i had the opportunity to sit with jill monroe i appreciate her i appreciate saeed for calling in and introducing some incredible music but when we come forward <laughs> the voice of reason with zoe williams i'm telling you you do not want to miss that Get your relationship right. And you can't go wrong when you listen to Zoe Williams with the voice of reason. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. Remember, today and every day, be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.